This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I really do love it here. I know. What up? Uh, episode 68 of Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Thank you for being here. In case you're new to our podcast, Jess, what should they know? This is close friends only, so this is not something that, you know, you would post on Facebook or share even in the family group message or anything like that. So just please be mindful. Friends only. No kids. No kids. Or unless like, oh God, who was it? No, not even kids. It was, it was, um, it was Krista, uh, one of our San Diego listeners. God, what was the story? I wish I could remember. It would take me forever to scroll back. Uh, but she was just a listener of ours in San Diego. And she said her daughter the other day, who is like two or three, said something that she heard in our podcast. <laughs> like something like a bitch or something. Oh, like, because she probably had it on. Okay, see, even that. Like, have the headphones in, the AirPods in. I forgot, Galaxy man. Buds in, whatever you use. Yeah, no. The other day, Abby was like, Auntie on YouTube? And I was like, YouTube where? Oh, gosh, because in case you don't know, we also put our show on YouTube as yeah, well. Yeah, like uh, just various segments on there. And, and she and I was like, what are you talking about? And my aunt was in the room and, she, and I was like, why is she watching me on YouTube? And she's like, no, on, on the Kramer, I, I, I saw it like it was like a segment win. And I was like, OK. And then when she left the room, I told my aunt and I was like, nothing uncensored podcast ever. Do not like, don't let her just, just be freaking willy nilly scrolling through the videos. It's not good. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so you can watch our show on YouTube, by the way. We'll say hi to our YouTube friends. Hello, Adrian. Hey. Hello, Adventure Jojo and oh everyone God. else. My watching. heart dropped. My Why? heart dropped when Abby said that oh, to me. That's Auntie a on problem. YouTube. I said, what? <laughs> you have people you have to like impress in your life. You know what I mean? Like there are people that look up to you that need your guidance as a child. Jess has two nieces. Which Abby is terrifying, and by Maya. the way. It's a lot of. I'm I'm the oldest of all of the girls. I have like Abby and Maya. Every I think they're you know they're a part of the show, but I have. A shit ton of little cousins. My parents were the first ones to have kids. Yeah. So it's like it's a lot of pressure. And they probably think you're so cool too. You know, like you you left you left Stockton, you got out, and you over here, and they think they think you probably are like in the White House pretty much. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she was close to the president. It's you and Joe Biden putting this show on. They think I'm Joe Biden. Yeah. So um, <laughs> like some white guy. He's I don't white. Know. <laughs> some white. Some old white man. I don't know. Man, who's that? Pretty sure she does a show with Joe Biden. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be hard when you have people like that. Like, I I had to get over the idea 
that my I needed to impress my family, especially with this podcast. It was hard. It was hard to like. Well, even when I found out that your mom was listening listening to yeah. this, I was very like I was heartbroken because I said, "Why, Nancy? Why are you listening to that? Good. That's not good. It's not good." Let me tell you some bullshit before we get started today. This is the number one podcast in the country in podcast magazine. Like, let that sink in for one second. This is the number one podcast in the country in a true publication. They print this thing. Weird. And Kramer and Jess Uncensored, thanks to you, by the way, this is all fan voted, is the number one podcast in the country. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Awesome. Anyone that votes for that, by the way, if you do want to vote for us, you can always just text the word vote to 855-Kramer-Jess. I'm like, what show am I on? 855-Kramer-Jess to vote. Uh, So thank you for everyone that takes it. That's, listen. Good show, man. (laughs) Like, when's the last time you voted for anything, Jess? Honest to God. No, I mean, seriously. The election. But like... Like, but like, 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 if you, you know, if somebody, if one of your podcasters was like, "Hey, will you vote for me?" Probably like, not. No, I'd be like, "Send me the link," you know. But I, I'm down. I'm down for y'all. But I think to me, the mo- what means the most to me is Kramer and I. Get, I think this is the only space. What I mean, radio, individual podcast, whatever combined, where we get to actually just relax yeah. and be ourselves and not worry about anything. So it means a lot that you guys support that it's really part cool. of us. Especially because this is not, most of you found us, like it's always a layer deep. If you listen to the radio show, it's cool, you know, yeah. but that's like, that's a broadcast, you know, like that's just, you just happen to probably be turning on the radio one day and you found it and we may just be background noise in your commute. Yeah. But if you come over here to the dark side. <laughs> it takes effort to listen to a does. podcast. It does. So thank you. That, anyway, it's our way of saying, a weird way of saying thank you very much for supporting us and making us number one. If you want to vote, text vote to 855 Kramer Jess. Really quick, nothing worse to me. It irks my soul when my favorite podcast is not available when I think it's going to be available. I It was my fault we did not release an episode last week. I fell and hit my head, and then I spent the rest of the week going to different doctor's visits. They were always – they could only falling squeeze apart. me in. I was literally me- like, like falling. My body fell apart last week. Yeah. It was not good. So I was at the doctor. I was scared. Was, was it like, two oh, mornings fuck. or three mornings? I had to leave early. Two. Yeah. Two. But I mean even – you were, but that you were just trying to figure out like where to go, how bad. you could be seen. You did like a teledoc thing one day and then actually was able to go. I saw four doctors last week. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm fine. I Well, I'll, I'll be fine. I tripped over a – uh, my dog gate, then tried to avoid stepping on Kiki, and then fell, hit my ear. Uh, I was really dizzy. And honest to God, we talked about this on the radio show for a second today. I really thought, because of the Bob Saget thing, you, like, freaked me out. out. Freaked me out. You need to get one of those buttons that you press. Like a fall I can't get up? Yeah. Not far off. Joe Biden age. What's he, 74, I think? I'm just saying, you, you, you're very prone to those situations. I hurt my arm. I, can't, I can barely move my left arm today. You know what I was doing? went to the grocery store yesterday to go get some melatonin. And as I was getting in the car, I somehow like pulled my arm back around, hit my whole back of my elbow on the side of the door. Literally, like I can't even extend it all the way out. Y'all are wildin'. I don't know what's happening, man. It's not, it's not been a good body, uh, a good body month for you got me. It, you just got to chill out. You yeah. got to slow down, unfortunately. I, because I'm getting old, well, honest no, to God. And, and not even in a bad, not even in a bad, make fun way. Like no my jokes. mom, my mom called me yesterday. She fell in the fucking trash can. She was outside <laughs> doing yard work. She wants to build a new fireplace. God bless her heart. She fucking fell backwards in a trash can. Yep. And I was like, mom, you can't be outside by yourself. <laughs> it's like, it's happening. I'm starting to watch my life. I'll be 40 uh, in a year and a half. And I'm like, watching. wow. Yeah, I know. I know. 
do you? <laughs> I, no, I do. It's moments like that. It's moments like that where you fall and like you like literally. I, if this was ten years ago. I fell and hit my head. What do you want to do for your fortieth birthday? Bro, I don't know. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. That sounds I don't, I so honestly cute. Don't want to acknowledge it at this point. I don't like to say I'm fucking thirty eight, bruh. 38? 38's boring. 40 is cool. Is it cool? Yeah. Or is it like... No, it's the same thing as like, like uh, you know, like 1920. That's how like 38 and 39 are. You're just like, <laughs> bitch, give me to 40. Okay, I see what you're you saying. You know what yeah, I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. No one cares about 38 or 39. 38, 39, you're like, like just trying to get through. 40 is like, hell yeah. This year's birthday, it, it's going to be a very understated thing. And I'm not even a birthday guy, but I realize that like for your 40th, you probably should do something big, but no, you know you I don't def- want to. And, uh, no, maybe it doesn't even have to do, maybe it doesn't even have to be something like big because you're not a party person. I'm thinking like you do like a really dope, like uh, you don't even like being on the water. Um, maybe I'm saying it, like what? Some just and super, who? no, 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 who? like a, no, like a state, <laughs> like a staycation at like the Pendry or like, okay. you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think you should really go hard. Treat myself kind of thing. Yeah. Whether like you, not nice gonna... ass restaurant, like a nice ass spa day, like only a couple of people, me and garage. I and was then... going to say, <laughs> no matter what it is, it's going to be you and garage because like who else? You know We're I mean? super like, down. Tom, our boss. We're super Tracy, down. Tracy, our big boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stephanie that works for our show. Like we can do like some like sound bath fucking, you know, I'm all about it. Well, we got a year and a half to worry about. It. I just got to stay alive and like not fall apart in the next year and a half. That's gonna be my mission. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, obviously, because last week we were off. But I got I got to hear this story because Jess is like, I've known this man for two years, mm-hmm. two motherfucking years, and he wants to pull this bullshit on me. Yeah. What happened? Oh my God. Okay. So when I first started dating Garage Boy, this was like in the early months of our relationship, there was one thing that he said to me that he never wanted me to do. And it stuck with me for the last two years. And I took it seriously. I respected him. I thought it was like an important deal and true. And honestly, it was like low key, a traumatic conversation for me because he had never spoken to me that way. And he had never been like stern with me because his personality is literally the chillest person on the planet when was this conversation it honest me i mean i want to say like four months maybe in okay you know it was I, I don't know the exact time but it was definitely early we were still doing long distance i was in san diego and he was in stockton okay i remember where i was i was in the safeway parking lot next to my fucking house what time was it time it, of day set it, the scene for us it was probably around it was probably like around 4 p.m ish after he was getting off of work so i'm on the phone with him because we would all he'd always call me after he gets off work and i'm telling him about my day and i'm telling him about whatever the fuck and then i'm like bitch and then like i because i called him bitch i didn't call him bitch but I said, bitch, as in what a, a, a term of endearment that I would use to like you or like one of my best friends, Jarrell, Mary, whatever. I also feel comfortable speaking to him that way because we have so many of the same friends from back home that when we're together, like he feels like he's just one of my best friends. Yeah, like yeah. the vibe, the vibes are the same. So I'm well, speaking and, to him like I would speak to them. We've talked about this on the podcast before. I think one of the early episodes of this podcast, we talked about using the word bitch. Mm-hmm. And like, because I use it too. Like if I'm talking like, like Jess, not like bitch. Super innocent. Not like bitch, fuck you. But no, it's like. It's, it's situational. Like bitch. like bitch, I have some tea. Bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what happened? Bitch. Like, exactly. you know, like 
What do you do? Situational. I was yeah, telling yeah, yeah. a story. I'm sure I was like, I was telling him some information I knew about somebody. And I was like, bitch. And he goes, don't call me. Don't call me, bitch. Don't call me, bitch. Like that. And his tone is so monotone. So yeah. any sort of inflection stands out a lot from this guy. How'd that make you feel? I was like, I wasn't, I didn't mean to <laughs> call you that. The worst. Don't call me that. And I was like, okay. And I literally, like my whole, I just stopped because he had never, ever talked to me that way. Like he snapped at me and it was like mean, but I was like, oh my God, like this must be, maybe he doesn't like, maybe this is coming from somewhere else or maybe he really thinks I'm being disrespectful and offensive. I remember calling my, I remember calling Jarrell about it and I was like, I, did I like fuck up? And Jarrell was like, um, don't say that to him then, obviously. Maybe it's different coming from you and just, I wouldn't push it. And I was like, okay, it must be like that serious. So literally for the last two years, I have never, ever, ever, ever referred to that man as bitch because I was so afraid and I felt like I was so disrespectful and I did something to him. And then... Yesterday, or like the other day, he was like, isn't it like funny? I was talking to people at work how, you know, you can talk to your friends different than your significant other. <laughs> and, and I was- In that moment where you're like- I was like, yeah, I know. He's like, what are you talking about? We can talk to each other about every, anything, like nothing. I, he's like, except us. And I was like, except us? You're like, bitch. Actually, I'm not allowed <laughs> to say bitch to you because I know how that affects you. <laughs> And he goes, what are you talking about? And I'm like, what am I talking about? Only one of the worst moments of my life when I thought you were going to like hurt me through the phone. Like, what do you mean? I'm not allowed to call you that. And he literally has no memory. At first, he like denied it and tried to make me feel like I like made this up in my head until I was like, no, it was 4 p.m. on a fucking Tuesday in the Safeway parking lot next to my house. I would say listening to this story from the outside point of view and really, honestly, you know, I would give you my unbiased feedback. I mean, obviously, I'm closer to Jess, but I would tell you if I felt like it was one side or the other. You have so many details of that situation. There's some things I think we could all take ourselves to a conversation. It was imprinted like, was, in my yes, mind. You can take yourself to exactly how you feel, like felt, smelled around you, songs on the radio. There's some songs you'd be ruined because you'd be listening to the background of that and you're like, can't listen to that anymore. No. That's gone. So he says he never said that to you. He was like, that didn't happen. I would never do that. And I'm like, you're fucking lying because you did and I've been traumatized ever since. And I, I was like, think about it. Have I ever said that to you? Have I ever taught, like, because do I? Because we, we talk, we, we don't say as much anymore, but we used to a lot. Like, it's like, and it's random. I feel like, and that's another thing too. I feel like- You never know when it's appropriate to use it. I also save it as well. I save yeah. it as well because I feel like sometimes it means like I have something really juicy to say yeah. to like one of my friends, you know? But I, yeah. And he didn't believe me until I gave him all of these details. And he's like, I must've been having a bad day. And he's like, because that shouldn't bother me. And I'm like, whatever. Well, I'm never, I'm never going to talk to you like that again because you literally ruined it for me. So can you still not call him bitch or you can? I mean, I can, but I never will. I just won't. Now it's principle. And now it's just like, I can't. It's tainted. Like, do you, is everything in your mind, and this is going to actually be a good conversation. I was piece. mad though. I was mad because I was like, what do you mean you don't remember? I thought that was like a really important, like I, th- I took that very seriously. Is every word on limits you think in a relationship? And how about in your specific relationship? Mine is bitch. Oh, what do you mean? Like. What every word, is every word what? What it, on limits. On limits. Like, is nothing off limits when it comes to like having freedom to use it around you. Is there any words that you're like, I don't want to, I don't want that word to be used around me. I don't like cunt. Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't. That's the name of the episode. I really don't. Like, it just makes me think, uncomfortable. By the way, I don't think, I'm blushing because I don't think we've ever used that word on this podcast No, exactly. Before. And I, I know there's a three-year-old that's going to hear this word. And I've over... And we and, gave you a goddamn warning. And it's just, no, and that's just a personal thing. Like, I really, no matter who is saying it, it just, it has never felt cute to me. Even if it's being used in jest or if it's like being used to be mean. I've just never liked it. I, okay, honestly, I like the word. And I, the only reason I like, because my, my ex-wife and I would use it pretty, like she would use it freely. And it took me a while because it was such a forbidden word to use, you know? I mean, that's like, to me, that's like the pinnacle of bad words, mm-hmm. right? Like bitches, if you looked at like, like, like a list of bad words, Bitch is like a seven to me. It's like a, that's that's like a 10. But what's weird is like, even if someone, I know it is offensive, but I don't think that's the most offensive word you can call someone. I know, I know it is, but that's why I think, I think I'm weird about it. What's the worst thing you can call somebody? I don't know, but I'm just saying like it, when someone calls you a cunt, (laughs) I I I hate saying it because it it just feels ugly to me. Like even when someone is like being super mean and like call someone a C word, I'm like, that just sounds ugly. Even in jest? Even in jest, it just sounds, I just think it's like. I just hate it. Let me tell you how I use it. it tell me if this would bother me. you. Tell I don't me know. It, why do I hate it so much? If I this would bother like you it. in a relationship, like I use it for dramatic effect. Like I'll use it for shock value mm-hmm. and shock value only. You know what I mean? So like, I'm like, oh my god, like it, it's only this is only like I've never said that word in front of you before. I don't think, and if I have, it's been very. I'd be. I would be like, ew. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't use. I only use it with people like extremely trust and know well like my mother no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> nancy no it's just not i just hate it it's just like so gross and it's not fair would it bother you though like if, if garage used it would it bother you because i'm here's what i'm worried about is like because i don't I, again i use it in very a few very few people and i only use it for dramatic dramatic effect usually to to laugh like yeah to, to make a joke would that bother you? Like, would you tell me if you're in a relationship to don't use that? Like, imagine Garage used it. Would you? Would that be a word that you said, don't use that word around me, even in jest? I think I have, actually. I think he said it one time, and it wasn't in a, I wasn't in a mean. I literally was like, ew, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like it. I just don't. I don't know why. I don't. And, you out. And I, I mean, I cuss a lot, you know? Yeah. I'm, not, like, I'm not one to, you know, who am I? Who am I to say? Uh, but that one just feels nasty to me. On uh, our YouTube show, Darren says... I don't know many women that like the C word, and I agree. I, I think don't... I hate it because it makes it, it makes like vagina sound like it's a bad thing, and it, to me, I'm like, it's not. So you th- because of the use of it, not yeah, necessarily like, like the word. Okay, come on. Um, Adrian says I'll use it, but I don't want to be called that. Yes. Okay. So that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like I would never, in a moment of anger, be like you. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, like I would yeah, never yeah, yeah. say that. But I was like, oh my god, like quit being such a like. Yeah. Or, oh my gosh, she's being such a little today. Yeah. I just, I'm so scared. I never use that word ever. To drop that. I pro- I think in this podcast is the most I've ever used that word. Didn't Kramer life. say it on the old podcast? Yeah. I, did, did I say it? Mm-hmm. And it was like a thing too. Mike, I with the fucking receipts. I love to see it. I don't know if I did. How no, did I you use did. it, Mike? Oh, you know what? Didn't you call Stephanie that and she got I pissed? Did. No, you did. So, you called okay. her that and it was like, oh God, she was to so me, pissed okay, at you. Because again, like, complete like 
it's only people I know and she I trust. She was like so angry. She cried. She was so mad at me for this. Jess, I hate that word too, but you're so funny just saying it the first time. Exactly. I was like, I and every time I say it, I was like, Ugh. literally, it's making me. The word's making me nervous right now. So let me take let me take the Stephanie story really quick in case you're new. Uh, you didn't listen to our old show in San Diego. So we had an assistant producer. She was basically her and Jess were the same level. They were phone screen, social media, stuff like that, and. I don't remember what we were doing, but obviously it was uncensored podcast. No, it was this is off the podcast first. <gasps> oh, it was off. This is off the podcast. Oh, first. it was off the podcast. And we were just messing around, just you know, just oh my god, all the memories are coming. Just back doing to me. something, and like I was like, I remember I literally said it like, oh my god, Steph, quit being, or stop being such a c word, c word, complete jest, meltdown, 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 yeah. Uh, so I think that's the last day I ever used that word. <laughs> I think it's the last time I've used it. Oh God. <laughs> Cause I just, I, that's, that's a really tricky word to figure out how people are going to respond to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know how people, I think bitch is fine. I don't think that that should make anybody feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That C word is just, it but is, sometimes, and it's I, tricksy dicks. And it's, and it's weird too, even with bitch, like take, even uh, when you're taking it out of like the fun, friendly tone, when someone when someone says I it, said to it to you, you one time in I said crazy I, I said ass it tone and it's it's like some it's 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 weird like sometimes there's like a tone <laughs> in someone's voice and like you can tell what it is and it literally makes your blood boil. I said it like a little like more matter of fact, not more like bitch. One time to Jess, no, yeah, and because there's there's a different there's a difference. She was like, "What'd you say?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wait." She's like, "You used it wrong." I yeah, was like, ah. and then I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "You don't get to use that anymore. You fucked Too it up." Much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I've called you bitch since then. To be honest with you, yeah, because you fucked it up. Okay, um, let's take a quick break. I, mean, I need to like go to go to church. <laughs> you need to figure your shit out. We all need to go to church and go pray that one away, that segment away, uh, and we'll come back and we got we got to digest Mystic Michaela and all that nonsense here in just a couple seconds. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. I don't think I've been asked more times than, or I had more questions about anything I've ever talked about on a podcast than two weeks episode ago, last episode of... Shit, you and me both. Yeah, of... Uh, Kramer and Jess uncensored. And that's that's saying a lot. We, we, I've held back a lot of 
A lot of shit. We say a lot of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even like when I was out of work, I feel like the people didn't ask me enough, many questions about what happened versus like. I think it what... depends too. I think sometimes I don't. I think when I bet you when people saw that she was going to be on, we we had more ready. more ears than maybe we we typically would have. They were ready. So in case you didn't listen to episodes, so shout out to the loyals that that are with us all the time, every day, not just the 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 drama episodes. So in case you didn't listen to episode 67 yet, we had Mystic Michaela on, and she is a aura reader and psychic medium, and she's good. Mm-hmm. Almost too good, if you ask me. <laughs> and we were, we, there are some pretty shocking things in that. Um, you know, I think the Jess getting pregnant thing was a big one. I think that, Jess, how, do you feel in, how are you feeling about that? Now that we've had like a couple weeks to digest it, how are you feeling about that? I feel afraid. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was just it was a wake up call, you know. I think sometimes I out of out of fear, I pretend that my life isn't where it actually is in the sense where I know that's like closer than I always than I actually You don't like think it is. you don't think the motherhood's nearby, but no, but it is in time, and that's time not, frame. And that's possibly not even, that's not even a bad thing. I think like my own fear. I I think I push it off more because my own fears of like, can I do it? Like, how will I do it? Am I going to be a good mom? Like, I'm like I don't want to fuck it up. So I think sometimes I act like it's really not around the corner, even though that's something I totally want to be around the corner. Yeah, you know. So it's more of a like, it's okay to want that. You know, it's yeah. okay. So it was it was a lot. It was a lot for me. Just because, like, you're still so young to me. Like, it's like, since we've never taken a break from each other, I've obviously seen you mature a lot over the last year and a half. But, like, you're always going to be, like, like you with a baby. Like, just picture that in your head for one second. No, of course. Freaks me out. Yeah. Makes me. Freaks, it freaks me out, too. I'd rather say the C word on the air. Stop. Then you come in here and tell me you're pregnant right now. Yeah, but. Maybe not. No. But it's it's like a second. It's like that close. You no, know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like a really big life thing yeah you know and i think it's just like it's also a reminder that like priorities are changing and i'm you know i i don't know it's it's scary when those feelings happen and i couldn't even like explain them to you like it's it's weird i've never had a bunch of feelings that i'm feeling inside i've never had them before yeah but i think too probably because of our life situation you know we've shared pretty freely that we're in contract year and you just never know, man. And like, I know life, you like, you never really know. But I think probably because of my, and I'm probably putting a lot of my trauma on Jess of just being like, man, we can't make any kind of big decisions right now, bro. Can't make any kind of big decisions right now because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to freak you out from living your life. But I, I mean, think, you do. Yeah. But I think there is a sense of truth to that. You do, and there is. But something that I've been working on is like. Whatever happens will happen, it'll be, and, and it'll work. Its and way it'll be out. fine. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll work all its be way fine. Out. No matter what happens over the next six months, it will all be fine. Yeah, I haven't been through anything yet so far that has not been fine. Well, and I've it, been through some shit, but it has to be fine. You know, it, it, will, it, be. it will be. No matter what, I promise you. So there's not like it's just a fear for me. And this is what I've realized through therapy: is I had such a stable childhood. I had no turmoil in my childhood. Literally none. My parents separated for six months. Nobody ever died. Like, you know, upper middle class white family, suburbia America, nothing crazy happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, 
not much crazy happened. Right. A few things, but not nothing that like my childhood was ext- my family unit extremely stable. Yeah. Right. I never moved. We moved one time. It was to a bigger house down the street. Like. Yeah. It was it. Like that was my life. And so I've realized through therapy that like I don't do well when I know instability could possibly be coming. I try to figure everything out to avoid any type of surprises or shifts or anything else, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't mean to put that on you, but obviously that's kind of like, that's like where my head's at. Do you think, honestly, God, if you were to just trust your instincts, take Michaela out of it for a second. Do you think you'll be pregnant? This year? Soon? I don't think this year. Like, if, like not not logistically. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. Like if you think... just if you just like sh- like, like, like think about like your like your inner thoughts and like all that shit. Like, do you think? Do I think? No, truly. Like taking Michaela out of it because yeah. I like I was I've been having dreams. I've been having like different types of like thoughts and all that kind. Of, I mean, call it what you will. I'm I'm very into just I'm into all that kind of shit. And yeah. so I and I know that I kind of because I'm more open to it. I think I'll. I don't know. I see shit sometimes. And I, I definitely, even before we talked to her, I felt like that was hap- that was going to happen for me within the next two years, year and a half, mm-hmm. two years. I don't, not this year and not even taking our, and not our situation out of it. Not this year, okay. but definitely like within, within the next two. Yeah. Cause that's what I've realized is that like, I'm trying to separate instincts with anxiety. And I heard something the other day that was really cool. Like when you have an instinct and you feel really confident and not, you know, because you're like, I, I, I think this might happen. If it feels anxious, that's probably not your instincts. That's your anxiety. If it feels calm and like you could handle it, like, like moving here. This was weird. Like on paper, moving to Maryland, it like it doesn't it didn't like add up to me, but it felt so calm to me. Nothing about this move made me feel like it was wrong. Like it was every other one. I was like, "Ah, I don't know. This one felt very calm, very peaceful. Like we was just like, okay, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. And like, this is what we did. Like, Mm -hmm. like very little reservations about doing it. Didn't make a lot of sense on paper. Then like we got to do a show together, but like the fuck Maryland across the, across the country. Like what? Yeah. So, but none of that really like hit me. So I'm trying to really, dissect what is like your instinct and what is your anxiety with kids it's like the anxiety is letting a part of my life go that doesn't serve me anymore not not because i want it but it's like it's accepting that that's the past now the calmness and the instinct is knowing that i'm meant to be a mother yeah so like that's what the feeling is isn't that weird too bro i'm still not ready to give that up yet i'm still like the idea of being a dad i'm still not like mentally that does not feel quite comfortable for me yet. Will I be a dad? I don't know. Maybe possibility, but I understand the feeling of like, you're is it the final stretch? Cause you can't unhave kids. I mean, some people do, but you're a piece of shit if you do. But again, I think it's all about mentality and perspective. And I think that's what I love about us. Cause it's like, we have, we're just so fucking different as you see of it that you think of it that way. And like, I don't see it as like the final stretch. There no, goes it, me man. in the fucking grave. It's just like, I'm so Dead. thankful for that part. <laughs> and I'm like ready for what's next. Okay. You know? And I, I'm on the opposite side. Yeah. I, I am not ready to go to that chapter. And that's okay. So let's talk about Michaela 
and her predictions about my love life. Because I know if you were listening to that, that had to seem extremely confusing. And to me, it was like, what? Yeah, it was like not confusing at all. And I'm like, ugh. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, can we just fucking speed this shit up already? So Michaela, I wish I had a clip of it, exactly what she said. But what happened was. No, she's like, you know who it is. And I know who it is. Stop, stop, stop fucking playing. Essentially, like long story short. Yeah. We basically said, you know, is that what do we need to know? Anything else we need to know for this upcoming year? And Michaela was like, Kramer, like, you got to you got to like commit to a relationship. Like, you got to like just get over your fears and like do it. And I asked her the question. I said, do I already know who this person is? Mm -hmm. And she said, yes. And I said, fuck. (laughs) Um, So let me tell you a a behind the scenes story I've never talked about before, because when I was getting divorced or I was going through my divorce and if, you, if you're new to our podcast, I started dating like a gajillion girls. You were just dating. I was just dating, just having fun. And honestly, like I felt, <laughs> I kind of felt this like weird connection with all of them. Like you have never done that. Before I never either. done. I never really done. Like it was just. And, and honestly, what I realize now is that you know now that we're four years. By the way, it's four years next month, which is like, can you believe that's happened? Four years. It's almost half a decade that'll go. Um. I realized back then it was just, it was the attention. I, I didn't realize it then, but it all felt like these connections to me. I was like, oh my God, but I've got this and this. And I didn't really want to give up any of the attention because after being attention deprived. For 10 years. For yeah, at least five, six out of the 10 years, it felt like. Yeah. It was nice. Mm-hmm. So why would I want to give it up? And so when I got let go, my life was like, in, I didn't know where I was going. So I actually had a private session with Michaela. We never talked about this. I paid her. It was like a... I really want you like take take the the show business shit out of it, the radio shit out of it. Let's just talk. I want you, I want to be like a real human to you, and like let's do a real session. And so we were kind of talking about work and where things are going to go. And she predicted is that this, was going to be. Is this when you lost your job? Is after I lost my job. It's mm-hmm. a few weeks after. And, and her and I had done like a podcast together. And then I said, Hey, listen, I really want to like just just you and I, not for a recording. I want to be able to like be be frank with you about shit. And, um, so we did, we did like an hour session a couple of days later and obviously my love life came up because I was like, I don't know like what to do. I feel like just all over the place romantically. And she's like, I feel like you have a connection with somebody. She's like, can you send me pictures of everyone that you're talking to right now? Oh my God. It's so <laughs> scary that she can do that shit. And I was like, uh, Sure. So it took me a second. I had to go through all their Instagrams and everything, like snapshot and everything. And I sent them over to her. She goes, that's the one. Mm-hmm. That's the girl you're supposed to be with right there. And, and point, that, that was early on. This is this is forever ago. Mm-hmm. This was 20, or this is early pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe, no, it was like early pandemic. The pandemic had already started because so we had like talked two about years. it. Yeah, two years ago. And I was like, because this woman and I definitely had a a connection and she's great and it, it was so the next part of the story is going to be a little confusing so bear with me here so during the pandemic i'm not really i'm just like i don't know where my life's going i'm not trying to like commit to anything moved to maryland and all of a sudden i end up being with somebody miss, else miss california mm-hmm. who is not the person that we're talking about right now mm-hmm. she got good reviews by mr caleb but she's like that's the one you're supposed to be with because it was easier yeah. yeah. So I, when I got here, like, like life was so chaos 
And I didn't want to keep playing this whole dating game. I was like, I've got to focus on one person. And honestly, there's only one person that I could like pluck out of this group and bring over here. It was the easiest one. It was the girl that still lived at home and had, was kind of just getting her career started and didn't have kids. And it was just so easy, right? And so to a, a, a shock of many women, I decided to turn my focus on just dating Miss California at the time. Um, yeah, it was a weird, it was a, it was a weird time. I think, it, I mean, also, I think it was an effort for you to practice too, because you really, I mean, it's not like, it's not, it wasn't like a full blown relationship, but it was definitely a step closer to commitment than what you were, than what you had been doing. I just, I, I couldn't do it anymore. I just could, because especially because everybody was living West coast. I just, and like, like, like everyone back, like, Hey, let's, let's talk before you go to bed or some shit like that. And then I've got like seven calls I got to make before I'm like, this is stupid now. This doesn't make sense. This is, this is getting, this is causing me massive anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on Miss California and that's it. Boom. You know? And so in case you don't know the Miss California saga, we only dated for like, we didn't, and I never said we were official boyfriend, girlfriend, but I did fully focus on her. At this point I had to say goodbye to everybody else. I did. And I focused fully on Miss California, you know? Yeah. One of the reasons that I knew it wasn't going to work out with Miss California, no matter what, is because I missed this other woman. Mm-hmm. Like I missed this. And, like, it was, and it was not fair to her either. It was not fair to Miss California. Like things would happen. And like, like for example, if I left work and just wanted to like chat about my day, like the first person I wanted to talk to was this woman. It wasn't Miss California. And I was like, oh, no, that's not cool. That's not good. And so at that point, this other woman obviously pissed at me, as you can imagine, because blindsided, basically blindsided, pissed, goes off, dates somebody else. And I'm just kind of like. And then you were pissed. And that was to me. I was like, you well, got to be fucking kidding me. It was just kind of shocking because I oh felt like somebody. My God. Well, you somebody thought like, it was shocking, bitch. You were shocking. That that was my thing with you is like it. You It, it, it felt oh. it definitely felt a certain way, though. Like when I saw her publicly dating and posting about somebody else. I'm glad that happened. So you so you could understand where she probably was coming from as well. I think that I think that was a good experience for you. It really bothered me. Honestly, that's when I was like, this is not right. Like I I I I'm not I've not chosen the right person. Mm-hmm. Like Miss California, like it's on paper cuz I I think I'm very a logical person. Yeah. I'm extremely logical and by logic it makes sense. Which was so interesting to me too when you were doing that. Like the whole, the whole thing that you kept saying over and over again was checking the boxes, checking the boxes. And like, I felt like you checked the boxes with your ex-wife and that wasn't right. I yeah. feel like you've always, like whatever, whatever, I think the boxes have changed for you, the priorities have changed for you, but you've always been like, okay, okay, okay. And so when you were doing that again, I was like, why are you repeating history? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing that to yourself? You've been here before. Mm-hmm. You know? So... I ended it with Miss California. Um, here's the here's the the problem. Here, so here's the issue. The other the other woman is single right now. We still keep up with each other. We're still somewhat we're in each other's lives of some sorts. And I'm just I I still am just not ready for it. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. No matter what, I'm I I don't feel good enough to pursue it right now. 
And I want to be able to be honest about that because what I don't want to do is stumble into something. She has kids and that's extremely challenging for me to digest when I don't feel like my life is set up for that right now. So I don't know. I, I mean, I know who she's talking about. Will we end up together? I mean, we're both dating. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I just, I found it very interesting that Michaela wanted to like harp in on this one person. And then it kind of gets me anxious because I'm like, fuck, like, do I need to like rush my timeline? Just, okay, well, we'll make it work. Whatever. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it, that's why I was like shook. I was like shook and needed some time to like think through all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it goes back to, again, like you said earlier, your childhood was never bumpy. It was stable. Yeah. It was cookie cutter. It was what that like, that's what you've expected and that's what you know. And so I think that's what you try to replicate. And like, yeah, is your life set up for it? No. But when something is important enough to you, you acclimate and make it work because you have to. And I think that what a lot of the challenges represent, at least from the outside looking in, I think they represent a lot of challenges that you have to get over in yourself. Like, learning how to compromise, learning how to sacrifice. And until you can do that on your own, everything else, it's like until you're ready to do that. And if you're not, then I don't know if you can really expect someone to be there forever. I I can't. I can't. But I also know that I'm not going to do something out of fear. But it shouldn't be at. But it's. But that's another that's thing too. It's I, not out of fear. I feel like it's no, wanting it to like take a chance to grow and be better and be more. Well, here's what I also know about myself, and this is the the blessing that came from Miss California. I I don't do well in long distance relationships. It brought out the worst in me, man. I was so insecure and like, I don't know. Like I don't want to feel that way again. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't want to feel that way again. Um. It made me a shit. It made me a shit partner. Honestly, I I would I was really not great to Miss California and a lot of different ins- of my own insecurities. Yeah, and you know, you and Garage were away. Like your brain just goes a little nuts. So I don't feel like if you're like a hundred percent, I don't know. But that's that's what it's at. There, there's the, there's the true story. Um, I don't know. I'm honestly just not focused on my love life right now. I'm not focused on. And at least you know that. Yeah. And so I don't know, like, like, would it, would it end up? I don't, I, I, here's what I always believe though. Like, like we started the podcast, no matter what happens, it's all going to work out and Mm -hmm. it it will all be beautiful and it'll be a perfect story and it's going to be great. But I don't know. I clear that up. Yeah. Well, this has been an interesting podcast. (laughs) Like what? What the fuck is this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> like we just, we went from like, oh, to like call the C word. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you just define this podcast, but number one, baby. <laughs> we must be doing something right. Yeah. All right. I don't know where the outro is. Uh, here it is. All right. Hey, honest to God. Greatest people on the face of the earth listen to this podcast yeah thank you really appreciate it um let's go through some comments here really quick 
Instances, Darren, you want to read these, Jess? You're a better reader than I am. Yes. And Darren says, instinct is your gut feeling telling you something. Anxiety is your brain. And override, mm. overanalyzing everything about something. Good. Good. Okay, Darren. Yeah. Adrian yeah. says, with the way our economy is now, having kids isn't ideal, but people do it anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> God bless you rich people that can pull that off. Uh, Darren says, sounds like it was a case of don't know what you got till it's gone to Yeah, me. I know. I know. And that's my fear, right? And he goes on to say, Kramer, you keep saying you're not ready, but then in the next breath saying how badly you want to find someone. If this woman is the one, go for it. Stop waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I agree with that a wholeheartedly, 100%. I just feel like it... I, I w- Dude, if I had that mentality, I wouldn't have moved here with you. And I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, if I had the mentality that you have right now in this moment, we would not have the show. And I would have told you no. And I would have stayed where I was at. And that's just the truth of it. But there's no kids involved in that. No my kids, family, no kids my, fam- my family was involved. My family is still involved. Are you kidding me? I don't know if it's the same. I, I don't, like, I get what you're maybe saying. Maybe to but... you, maybe to you, maybe to you, but I'm telling you right now, to me, it is the fucking same. And if I had the mentality that you had, I would have stayed and chosen not to go through what I am currently going through with my family on a daily basis. What are you going through with your family on a daily basis? Of how hard it is that I'm not there. And, uh-huh. like, all the shit that I deal with when that I'm not there. yeah. yeah. But, like, look what we've been able to create. Yeah. I don't know, Jess. I'm over this conversation, honestly. All right. Uh, Jess has a podcast. Just released a new episode this week. Yeah. Are you going to get there? Are they going to be more often now? Yeah. How? What, what should my expectation be of dropping None. Podcasts? Because I owe you none. <laughs> none. Come to the party if you'd like. It's low-key. This episode is, like, you know... I don't think it's ridiculous at all. And I think Garage Boy got what he deserved. So you can listen to it if you'd like, low key. And you can follow me on IG and on my socials at Jess Do It, J E W S D U I T. And KramerJess.com has links to all of our stuff, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can go on there. Uh, my podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. And we love you guys. YouTube, you're the best. And uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 